Greetings! Welcome back to the solo podcast Anime One at a Time, where I take a pause for the series I'm watching among the hustle and bustle of the shiny new anime of today, also exploring the undervalued and unknown. I'm the host leader and this is episode four and it's been a while. A while? Oh. Uh, You mean the early first week of April is when I put out the last episode covering... Oh god, I'm forgetting. Ah, now I remember. It was Elemental Delayed. Um, Didn't mean for there to be a span between a month and a half of no episode, but um, yeah, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Finally, uh, I have some time this weekend. It's currently a long weekend here. Uh, to finally put out something um, because not just my podcast but my other hobbies like my blog and also I make AMVs on my YouTube suffered greatly with me coming out anything but I have still in between the busyness of life been watching anime and in particular which I don't normally do is watching seasonal anime and this uh, spring season for 2021 I think I'm watching around five six shows which is really surprising considering I'm really not a seasonal watcher much I'm more of a you know binger kind of anime fan so I've been watching series like Back Arrow I got to episode three on that um also I've been watching the sci-fi one Vivi Fluoro Wright Eyes Song which greatly interested me and it was by Wiz Studio Gotta love that animation. I did start um, the third season of Fruits Basket, but uh, I've been holding off on that because I was currently going to watch that with a friend and we only watched the first episode together. But the main focus of this episode is um, the two other shows I'm watching have something very similar in common, which I haven't seen come up in a seasonal set of a new anime in a long time. You know how sometimes we just don't get a lot of shoujo Jose anime, it seems, in these new seasonals. We'll get, like, the odd one. But I feel like we were really treated this spring season because we got two ones about age gap romances. And I, while at the same time I'm thrilled we get two romance um, anime, and I think there was another one. Yes, there was another one similar about ch- childhood friend. It had a long title about oh how the childhood friend is never picked as the main you know love interest who wins. I haven't started that series later down the track. I will, but the two other ones um, I have been currently watching. Uh, one of them is Koi Kimio, um, that's based on a webtoon. I've really been enjoying in that. But the other one, which is known as Hige Hero, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. That's the short version. The long version is, after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. Uh, to be honest, uh, it was the light novel title <laughs> that really drew me in. I really love that about light novel titles, just of how ridiculous they, they sound. So in the name of the title here for Hige Hero, and also being an age gap romance, might not hit a few buttons for people, because there's not that many consensual, healthy depictions or representation of a healthy relationship in age gap romance, um, as how Japanese media... Um, 
represents that that's just a part of the culture you know we have the whole student and teacher sensei aspect which not a lot of people like it's a oversaturated idea more of the intent you know uh, for an audience like me for example you know it's more of a you know angle of oh I see that as like a you know fantasy thing you know that you know age get romances you know uh, you know, for like, I guess, in- entertainment. And there's only a few series I've found that actually take on a, you know, real serious, true representation. There's something genuine in there. And I'm sure there's more series out there that I've yet to discover that actually show a genuine representation with age gap romance. But it's a tricky, iffy area for a lot of people. There's two sides of the coin with everything, you know, this particular topic, you know, is one half is purely for entertainment, you know, if you would just like a good read, you know, a like to read that sort of story for entertainment purposes, like, you know, how we enjoy anime is it's entertainment for us, but also People want that really serious, genuine connection and really want to be fully enwrapped in the story and, you know, feel some sort of personal connection, just like with anything. But like I said, um, Age Gap Romance is a funny one to find some actual good recommendations because when people have asked me, you know, what's what's a good age gap romance? And I'm not talking about just in anime and actually in manga. You've actually got more chance finding a decent one in manga because there's a lot more age gap romance stories in manga than there is anime. Because uh, in anime, uh, when you got series like Super Lovers, where that enters a forbidden territory, which never watch that series in your life, folks, never. I've only watched, I'll admit, the first three episodes. You think, oh, I would stop by the first episode, but... Uh, as it went on, it, it, it got worse. That was a territory I would never enter. But that's just an example I'm giving of a terrible, terrible choice within the age gap romance for anyone to just, you know, think, oh, yeah, th- this looks fine. No, no, you look at the cover of young boy, older guy. No, that's a big fat no. I went off on a bit of a feelsy tangent there on how I feel about age gap romance. But I feel like that was a good opener into this series which is Hige Hero which I went into you know being an age gap romance and watched an age gap romance in quite a long time I went in with no expectations thinking oh yeah old guy fall in love with a girl typical this will entertain me uh this particular age gap um so far because I say so far because currently it actually hasn't finished airing has really surprised me currently there's up to episode 10 at the moment there's still three more episodes to eggs because there's 13 episodes in total but i really wanted to talk about this series even though despite that fact it's not finished airing but there's enough for me here that i've watched that that it's trying to go out of the box on the whole stereotype of age gap but i feel like there's still a few things about the series that make it stay in that age gap bit and obviously I don't know how this series will end and this is actually regarding mainly the main male character his name is Yoshida your average 26 year old salary man who has asked out his boss Arya who he's had a crush on for the past four years um out to just a nice Korean barbecue that's when he asks you know the big question are you uh 
you're currently seeing anyone? And she says, oh, I'm in a relationship. Oh, the worst possible answer he could have heard of. And then what do you do after you hear an answer like that? You drown your sorrows in alcohol. So he's walking drunk home. And in that moment, within the first few minutes of the anime, I actually really feel sorry for the dude because Yoshida, right off the bat, really gives a strong impression. He's your nice, average, decent guy where we've got the saying, you know, nice guys finish last. That's, that's Yoshida. He's nearly home to his apartment and under a street light. Remember, Yoshida's drunk, so he doesn't really know what he's doing in the next part. He sees a young teenage girl just sitting there under a streetlight curled up and wondering what the hell she's doing there and somehow after a mini conversation Yoshida has allowed this girl to stay with him and obviously the girl her name's Sayu and she's your average runaway who's been on the run from home for six months she's from um, Okinawa and uh, yeah that's that's all you have to go on the beginning of the anime of course, you're thinking, what is Yoshida thinking? We're just going to take in a random runaway girl who just got rejected. Um, the, the first episode really sets up the whole title of the series really well. I actually got really uh, attached to the two characters in the beginning, even though I thought for a while there, yeah, we're not going to find out about Sayu and her past, which eventually you do of why she's run away. So that's your setup. A salary man takes in a teenage runaway. There's no advantage for him, um, except in other terms, if you can imagine, as Sayu reveals that for six months she did have no place to go, so she slept with other men. That's not really a spoiler, really, but it sounds obvious. How is a girl meant to survive, you know, for six months on her own with, like, no money, no phone, no nothing? And it's sad to hear because obviously there's something that has drastically made her leave home and do that type of thing. Because um, Sayu, when she's explaining this to Yoshida, she's just, you can see the emptiness and sadness that she feels and, you know, selling her body to men in order to stay somewhere. Causing this endless cycle that she doesn't know how to break away from and you can tell there's some real complicated psychological that's gone in there who wouldn't for you know any teenager that's gone through that now now we have the perfect setup here age gap romance 16 year old 26 year old 10 year age gap perfect typical entertaining setup to give you you know what you want from this type of story thinking oh yeah they're gonna have sex blah 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 and there's gonna be love and then there'll be the trauma of oh god our age gap is a problem and there's gonna be some drama you know look i love that as much as the next girl well romance fanatic like i am but uh hige hero decided to do something a bit different. Now, keep in mind, the series is not finished, so I have no idea how it's going to end, but I have to mention how this series did start itself off regarding the main character. Yoshida was written very differently to any other uh, age gap protagonist I've come across before. Well, similar, but it's just been refreshing to see in an anime because I think it was episode two and three in particular where in episode two, 
Um, Sayu says, you know, why don't you want to do it with me? You know, Sayu just thought Yoshida took her in, you know, for her body and she's just got another place to stay. And Yoshida just does the least expected and, and tells her, if you try to come on to me again, I'll kick you out. Is you thinking, what is wrong with this man? He has this beautiful, busty 16-year-old right in front of him. And he's saying, don't come on to me, otherwise I'll kick you out. That is when Yoshida just totally took this series a different angle I wasn't expecting. And that's when I was really drawn into the series and got me to watch it weekly because of him, because of his actions, you know. I just you're just thinking there's no advantage for a twenty six year old salary man like he is to taking a teenage runaway and Yoshida's just a nice guy. And it was just so refreshing. That's the word. I know a lot of people in the anime community and stuff use the word refreshing a lot. But it truly was. Just his whole protagonist, him, he's the reason that I'm even talking about this right now. But just watching it on screen, it's just like, damn, okay. You want to be different, this age gap romance, Hige Hero, don't you? Not that I'm caring at the moment where it goes when I started watching this at the beginning. I, I I didn't care. I just wanted to keep going. And then the next episode in the episode three, um, I'm sold on this series. I probably would nearly watch again this series, however it ends, but I was sold on Yoshida's character. I was like, this man has my respect. Because in episode three, Sayu is still confused in why Yoshida has taken her in. And that's when she does strip down to her bra and pants and does come on to him and just, you know, why don't you want me? You know, I'm a I'm a 16-year-old girl with big breasts. And really, she gets detailed into comments like that. I'm thinking, girl, damn, you just really you're going hard here with the deepness. Sayu talks about herself and how just even being near someone or just having a companion, someone close to her, made her feel whole satisfied but then the feeling would just go away you know each time she would you know go on to a new place have you know sex with a different man but she senses it differently with Yoshida she um she actually is wants to do it with him instead of her just laying there like a lifeless doll and just letting the men take advantage of her she's fascinated by Yoshida's actions which same as me while I'm watching it on the screen and then, you know, she puts his arms around him thinking, oh God, what's going to happen next? And then Yoshida becomes the king in that moment for me of like, I've got mad respect for you, dude. Because he says, I'm not going to have sex with you. I want to have sex with someone who I love. And I'm just like, bam, there it is. There is what I was seeking. I was like, this is a real really sentimental nice guy underneath her like Yoshida god damn it (laughs) and as the series progresses Yoshida again does all these or says and does these nice little things for example you know buys her a phone so he can keep in contact with her now it seems how people have been viewing Sayu and Yoshida's relationship as like a parental kind of love and I I haven't been seeing it as like a father-daughter kind of relationship. Um, I haven't been viewing it as that. I actually have been viewing it as um, 
Yoshida is showing human decency. That's what I thought in that moment when he said, oh, I'm not going to have sex with you. Why? Because I actually want to do it with someone I actually really love. And showing some mad respect and decency towards another human being, which I think is such an important thing these days. That's what it was really about. And I mean, even now, I'm still confused and why Yoshida in his actions took her in could have kicked her at any time and I don't think it's so much you know as long as she does all the chores she can stay but it was about human decency and respect and I love that about Sayu and Yoshida's uh, relationship especially coming from Yoshida what also makes me have mad respect for his whole character is also you know even in that moment saying I know I want to have intercourse with someone because I love them. He addressed before that, that, you know, she's a 16-year-old girl. She's beautiful, um, pretty. And even, you know, while she <laughs> went and tried and touched his crush, you know, he's like, what man wouldn't be turned on right now? Like, saying that before and then saying, you know, this is the reason I will not have sex with you. I was just like, oh my God, this whole scene, this... I love this whole scene. Ah, oh, damn, this is what sold Yoshida's character for me. And from there, all the little things and how much he does come to care about, like, Sayu. And I'm not sure where he's going to lean towards in that regard, if it really is more about, you know, being just there for her in general. But also, is that infatuation going to go somewhere else, which... In my eyes, I really wouldn't mind it for Sayu and Yoshida. Uh, to me, I don't think it would be a problem. That's because of Yoshida's character, that is. And even Sayu herself, the main character, she um, she is, you know, quite the victim when you learn about her past. I'll admit, you know, I may have shed the odd tear. I may have. It, it's, you know, it's not something, well totally mind-blowing but it is a bit horrific it is um and I can see that you know how that relation to real life of what she went through is still sad and you still feel really sorry for her and with the guidance of Yoshida and the things that he says to her you know you should raise your standards more yourself and also you know take the time until you're ready to go home just all these little sentences that he says throughout the show to her I'm just like damn my heart it is heartwarming in those moments it is and I, I do love how much Sayu becomes to rely on Noshida and how much just meeting him has just changed her life they actually do in the show oversaturate the fact you know how grateful Sayu is to meeting Yoshinda and what he's done for her that they just sugarcoat that a bit way too much but Despite that, um, I just really like this show. This is definitely not the case with Yoshida that, oh, he took in a runaway because he sees himself in her. We don't have a case of that. I feel like maybe there was something about Sayu that he felt there was a genuineness there, even though he is slightly a bit drunk after being rejected when he does take her in. Um, maybe he wasn't in his right mind. But everyone in the show, even around his colleagues, have their own opinion, especially um, the one who comes to have a crush on him on his co-worker's name, Yuzaha. She um, ends up being a great supporting character, especially towards Sayu and Yoshida, giving them advice and 
One thing Yuzaha brings up is about Yoshida's niceness. You know, I think, you know, it is a bit of a weakness. It is um, being too nice doesn't always get you the better end of the stick. And um, it doesn't always make people feel better being too nice. It depends what situation it is. And that is a valid point Yuzaha brings up about, you know, Yoshida's personality. It's funny to say about being too nice is a bad thing. But um, there are some points in the anime I did notice that being too nice can seem offending and insulting. But I love that the show picked upon or actually highlighted an issue like this about, you know, on the term of nice guys finished last, which I don't think that's Yoshida too much in a way. So Hige Hero, I am immensely enjoying right now. And I really just wanted to highlight and talk about I did. I felt like I had to. This series didn't do something absolutely mind-blowing game-changer for the, well, sub-genre of age gap romance. It still did something different, and I just really wanted to highlight that. If you are interested in watching Hige Hero, you can watch it on Crunchyroll. There's YouTube and VRV. And I'll just give a brief mention of some age gap romances that I think are worth your time if you are somebody that really enjoys this genre, is looking for entertainment or for genuine serious purposes. An obvious one is called After the Rain, about a relationship between a 45-year-old man and a 16-year-old girl. But... I, again, this is another anime that I went into with very low expectation, but it had such high praise and it definitely deserves it. It has that genuine, serious tone that you would be looking for in an age gap romance, where it's definitely no no romance whatsoever, only except the infatuation from the girl Akira towards her restaurant manager, um, God. What's his name? Let me find it. That's it. Matsumi? Matsumi? Both of these two have things going on. Um, Matsumi has ambitions to be a writer and Akira um, was on the track team and then suffered a major injury when when she no longer could run. And the series really isn't about romance. It's about how these two find different things. They see different things within themselves. Not that they would want to admit it. And it's about reigniting passions and finding new ones. And just on those themes, it was displayed so beautifully. So this is a beautiful age gap romance in the serious, genuine tone, if that is something you are looking for. A couple of great mangas, even though I'm supposed to be recommending anime. Um, I really want to give these manga a mention because these are two I do enjoy. One is by the author of Queen's Quality, which is known as Dengeki Daisy. That is a fantastic series, especially with the age gap um, romance element in there. That is a good one. And also there is Tikane and Hana, which is a greatly popular one where we have the um, age gap of 10 years again between a 16-year-old and a 26-year-old. What makes this series really work, and I think for its huge popularity, is Takani and Hannah's constant bantering. They are hysterical duo to just follow through. Um, I actually haven't fully completed this series. I've only got up to volume eight, but 
let me say it is a hysterical series. Um, Takane, who's the older one, he is not how an adult is supposed to be, very immature. And Hana is more of the mature one out of the two. And he just does all the wrong things to annoy her. And their bantering is really what makes people, I think, glued to see where things lead for the couple. I mean, the series has got 18 volumes. I mean, what does that say? But again, this won't be for everyone, probably because of the age gap. But seriously, just in, in general, this is series is hysterical so there's Dengeki, Daisy and Takani and Hannah just a couple of age get romance and I'll briefly mention a webtoon actually which I'm currently reading which there is an age gap between a CEO Daniel who's 21 years old and a um, 30 year old woman named Rose and um, that is a again hysterical bantering duo just like Takani and Hannah uh, Rose ends up working for a CEO of a um, social media app company called Line. I know, look at that, related to real life. Um, she ends up being a temporary um, secretary for Daniel, a very young CEO. And um, it is hysterical how these two end up coming together. And I didn't even say the... Did I say the name of the webtoon? I didn't even say the name of the webtoon. Oh, I'm a terrible host. Um, It's called Age Matters. <laughs> God, where is my brain today? There you go. There's just a few, well, four mentions of some age gap romances um, from different angles for you guys to check out. You've probably heard of them before, but I felt like it was worth still mentioning and I did say where you could watch Hige Hero didn't I? Yes I did say this before. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode on Hige Hero and also talking about age gap romances in general and I hope that you know I can talk about them some more because I would love to discover some more. I do so love this genre. If you would like to follow me you can follow me on my anime blog which is at lidokinaanimecorner.wordpress.com you can follow me on my personal Twitter, which is at Kino Reviews with a capital K. And until next time, where we take a pause with our anime to appreciate. I'll see you guys in the next one. And I can guarantee the next one will be on a old anime. Bye-bye for now.